you, EBO? Team of Destiny, Walter Johnson, Clark Griffith, Bucky Harris, and the 1924 Washington Senators. That's the book from Gary Sarnoff, the author, who has an affinity for baseball, obviously, and is also a great writer. Hi, Gary. Hi, how are you? I'm well. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me on your show. So, clearly a baseball fan, correct? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think you and just about, you know, 90% of the nation are baseball fans. Now, I've known some baseball players in my life. I've I've known quite a few of them. They start out playing when they're in five years old. They get up through Little League. Some of them make it to the big leagues. But back in 1924, something very special happened, didn't it? Oh, for sure. What a story, too. What a wonderful team. What a wonderful season. Why did you pick that one, though? Because there have been lots of wonderful teams and wonderful seasons. Yeah, there sure have been. I picked this one because I think of all the wonderful teams and seasons, this is tops. I mean, what a great story about an underdog, a team that had never won the pennant in franchise history. It all came together unexpectedly in 1924. Just a wonderful story about Bucky Harris, only 27 years old, appointed as team manager of the Washington Centers in 1924, people laughed when he was picked because he as to manage the team because he was only 27 years old and he was the team starting second baseman and he didn't have much experience. So people laughed when team co-owner Clark Griffith picked Harris to manage the team. And what a wonderful story about Walter Johnson finally heading to the World Series after 18 years of Major League Baseball. He pitched his entire career with the Washington Senators, never came close to winning a pennant. People thought he'd go down in history as the greatest player to never get to pitch in a World Series, and lo and behold, it all came together in 1924. There it was, and he looked kind of old when they finally got it done. I mean, I looked him up online, I was like, dang, he looks like he's 40. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, pitching you know, an entire career in the hot weather in the hot summers of Washington, D.C., can age you a little bit yeah well i shouldn't talk much but i'm just saying <laughs> everybody thinks of baseball players as really young people but i mean all you have to do is look through the ages and some of the greats were were the ones who had been at it for over a decade so um mm. baseball is that one sport though where there's a lesser chance of injury unless you're a pitcher or a catcher and mm. and i mean you can play longer right yeah, it's, um, I mean, like all professional sports or sports, it, you know, wears, wears on you, you know, takes its toll on your body. But, um, you know, baseball, you know, there's, you don't have the contact like football or, 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 or like in hockey. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you could last a little bit longer in baseball. Yeah. So the thing about baseball is, um, the people who pick a team usually stick with that team. And the people who picked the Senators, um, they, they had to be a pretty, pretty um, steadfast bunch to have gone so long with such a drought. For sure. Uh, not only to go that long before 1924, then Washington had a good era from 1924 to 1933. That was the Senators. That was their best era. Mm-hmm. And then after 1933, it declined again. And I had a good friend, he once told me, he said, I tell people never to tell me about losing baseball because I followed the Washington Centers in the late <laughs> 1950s. And from 1955 to 1959, for five straight seasons, they finished dead last. 
Yeah. Well, you know what? Sometimes it happens. It's just, you, you just never know. So you put this book together with getting the information from where? Because this was a long time ago. Yeah, I uh, got the information. Most of my information came from the newspapers. I used four Washington newspapers in particular, the Washington Post, the Washington Herald, the Washington Evening Star, and the Washington Times. I also took a look at several out-of-town newspapers like the Philadelphia Inquirer, the Chicago Tribune, the New York Times, and several others. And I got my information from books. There have been books written by the Washington Senators baseball players, including Bucky Harris, who wrote his autobiography after the 1924 season. So those are also very extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you love the Yankees then? No, I don't love the Yankees. I'm from, uh, definitely not. <laughs> you know, unless unless you're from New York or a Yankee follower, you're not going to like the Yankees. Yeah, I, I I knew one of the players once. Super nice guy, but you know, people people love to hate the the people who are on top all the time. All well, right, yeah. And it, so, as you wrote this book, I mean, as as I was reading through this book, I I was finding myself kind of caught up in the era uh, the 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 difference between then and now of what players have to go through um just how how little baseball has actually changed but how much the world has changed yeah that's for sure especially if you're talking a hundred years ago mm-hmm. you know the rolling 20s was a um well it was a great time it was after world war one had just ended uh, we were out of the recession, which followed World War One. It was the 1920s, the Roaring Twenties, very prosperous times. So things were going great, but little did people know that right around the corner, boom, the Great Depression. Boom, boom, hard too, and it didn't help that people weren't as prepared for weather as they are now too. So they had they had a little issue with that in part of your book. Yeah, it was a lot of rain in the uh, summer of 1924. There were a lot of rainouts and. The Senators and other teams as well were forced to play a lot of doubleheaders. Yeah, it's hard to get all your games in when it won't stop stinking raining. That goes for Little League, too. Trust me, I know. All <laughs> right. So what got you interested in baseball? I mean, there has to be something in your life that sent you down the baseball road. Well, it was in my family. My family was a lot of baseball fans in my family. Took me to a lot of baseball games. My grandfather, my father, they took me to a lot of baseball games when I was young. I played little league as well. Collected baseball cards, so you know it was it was always in me. Yeah, it, it, you know I know so many people who are quite positive as I was about my kids because we're a big football family. I was quite positive every boy in my family was going to play for the Dallas Cowboys. I was positive of it. And (laughs) only one even played football and then he quit in high school. So I'm so depressed, but people who, who have a kid who's good at baseball, a friend of mine, Brooks, his son was just named freshman pitcher of the year. And they all have these big aspirations for them. I mean, they move on to the minor leagues, maybe get called up. I mean, it's such a wonderful ride for the people who get to play such a fun game. Yeah, it sure is. It's competitive. It's competitive on all levels. You know, high school, I know high school baseball, where I am here in Northern Virginia is big. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know colleges, we have college baseball teams. It's, it's, you know, the programs are big, getting bigger, in fact. Um, you know, you have college summer league all stars, you know, which is which has become a a bigger business than what it was ten years ago. 
uh, you know, in college, you know, university scholarships, big attendances, uh, a popular sport in, in several universities across the land, and then, of course, the minor leagues. You see what the, what's happening in these minor leagues, bigger stadiums, nicer mm-hmm. stadiums, you know, and then, of course, the major leagues. Yeah, we've we've got a, a, a league here of just college kids who are trying to get called up to the next level, and it, they're fun to watch. They're good. Yeah, they are. They are. They are very good. I followed, uh, covered one of the teams here locally in the North, um, in uh, Maryland, Silver mm-hmm. Springs, and um, I covered them for three years. So I got a good taste of that. About you know with what these college summer league all stars. You know they're chasing a dream. They work very hard. You know they work summer jobs or go to school and then they play baseball at night. You know it's very demanding. It's a lot of time and takes a lot of work, but. You're chasing a dream, so you know yeah. they play very hard and uh, they're fun to watch. And you get to play a game for crying out loud. That's right. You want to and do you get that. To, and you get to play before sizable crowds. Yeah, and I know you're an active member with the um, Society for American Baseball Research, so people actually come to you for information, don't they? Yeah, they do. They come to me for information, or they read my articles, which I write for Sabre, for Society of American Baseball Research. You know, I've written for the Game Project and for the Bio Project for uh, Sabre. So, yeah, people, they reference my information, which is, you know, always an honor. It's always nice to know that people are listening. Well, they're not just listening, they're reading. You've got lots of books. Yeah, this is my third book, and I've contributed to other books as well, but um, this is the third book that I authored, and, you know, I'm excited about it. I enjoy it, and, you know, the book was just released two days ago, and, you know, it's selling, it's doing well, and I'm very excited about that. I'm not surprised it's doing well, because it is really kind of exhilarating. Even if you're not, like, a giant baseball fan, it just takes you through that season and how everybody just kind of went... Whatever, stupid move, not going to happen. And then it slowly progressed towards, oh my gosh, this might happen. And then there it was. I mean, it's just it's 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 a made for TV movie, really. Yeah, some people have mentioned that before. I you know I, I think it's a wonderful story about an underdog. So yes, I think uh, people would be interested if that ever happened. But um, I'd watch it. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people would. Yeah, I'd watch it. You know, I loved Sandlot, and this just kind of reminded me a lot of that. The underdogs, the kids everybody thought were nobodies. There were a couple of superstars on the team that just kind of brought everybody else up to their best potential because there's nothing like being on a team with someone who really inspires you, and I think that's what they did when they chose that young boy, which is a young boy, to, to manage a team. Yeah, that's what Clark Griffith had in mind. He knew Bucky Harris was a competitor and was fiery and could fire up his teammates and could lead even at a young age. It was it was unbelievable. But um, you know, Griffith had somebody else and had other candidates actually in, in mind to manage the team. But when he couldn't do that, you know, he he wanted Bucky Harris as a manager eventually. He didn't think it would happen that soon, but. He just decided the time was right. Yeah. I just think back, you know, it was 1924, literally 100 years ago. I wonder if these guys knew we'd still be talking about them now. Yeah, you know what? I remember when it was 50 years ago, you know, when I was first learning <laughs> about the team. 
and some of those guys were still living at the time, and I kind of wondered even back then if, uh, you know, if they knew that people were still interested, you know, that like myself, that people were still fans. But a uh, hundred years later, I'm sure that they would appreciate that, you know, being remembered. Yeah, everybody, you know, wants somebody to remember them, and I think you've done well mm-hmm. to make sure everybody remembers this entire team, its makeup, and the miraculous thing that they actually did that started kind of almost a dynasty for them for a few years. Um, all good things must come to an end, but they had their time, and this was it. Even if it was 100 years ago, it's worth the read. It's a good read. It's called Team of Destiny, Walter Johnson, Clark Griffin, Bucky Harris, and the 1924 Washington Senators from Gary Sarnoff, the author. Where is it available, Mr. Gary? It's available on Amazon. It's also available through the publisher, Roman and Littlefield. You could also buy it through Barnes & Noble, Walmart, and a few other store outlets. You know, it's it's everywhere. So if you're a baseball fan and you want to get in on it, you can go buy it. I'm going to give a copy away to one lucky listener. But I want to very graciously thank you for being on the show today. The book is great, and I think baseball fans all over the world are going to keep buying this for years to come because some of them don't even know about this time period where the Senators were, were doing such great things because... Just the word Washington right now is kind of a turnoff for a lot of people. It's good to have something, you know, so great associated with it right now. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate you having me on your show this morning. Thank you, Gary. Great book. Uh-huh. Thank you so Bye-bye. much. You're Bye-bye. welcome.